the Pinball Network is online. Launching Free Play Pinball Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Free Play Pinball Podcast. We're going to call this one episode 12 and a half. Um, I am happy to say that Bill has taken the night off. And when the boss is away, the children will play. So to my right, I have this really handsome guy that I call my own, Mr. Mike Hamilton, my husband. And directly in front of me, I have my other favorite guy, unless he's sending me really sexy pictures of ramen, Mr. Dave Fogren. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Good evening. Doing well. So it's been a hot minute. Um, We have not recorded anything for free play that has made it out to the public in like two months and what a year those two months have been what has been new with you guys literally what a year those two months have been um (laughs) i pinball's been kind of um well it's it's been good and bad i mean I've, i've been uh doing some got to go to a couple tournaments um with my uh my scheduling with my son i actually it's been falling on the wrong days so i haven't been able to do many tournaments but i have been spending some great times with my son so i've been doing that he's uh actually becoming he's six now he's becoming more of a pinball player so that's been good awesome um he can reach the flippers a little better and i got a nice uh, foam bench for him to kind of stand on so he's been digging that but otherwise um just a lot of uh interesting things happening a lot of some good things some bad things i guess we're going to talk about that in a little bit yeah um i think um you know um yeah it's been a while so you know we've uh we lost uh what geez we lost lyman we did um, we did since Um, the last episode go ahead um we did we lost lyman we're recording this on february 23rd so we lost lyman a little over a month ago um, and that still stings. And then we found out two days ago we lost Barry Ausler, Um, and that hurts too. But it, it's been a, it's definitely been an ups and downs kind of couple of months. Um, we we've had some new game releases. We've had some awards coming out. We have more awards coming up. Tournaments are starting back up. Big boy tournaments are starting back up. It's been a weird couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. That's did you get weird. any have what have you gotten did you get any new games in the past two months? Um I'm gonna defer that question to my publicist. <laughs> honey. <laughs> oh, oh, that's me. That's you. I thought I thought we were gonna talk about boomerangs. We're not ta- this in the boomerang show. That's okay. tomorrow we record that. Oh, I'm really interested in boomerangs. Boomerangs come back. They, they come back. We'll have Dr. John on back. for that one. I know. Can they are they born with that ability to throw boomerangs or they have to learn it? I thought I'd... I think Dr. John and Emily are gonna be at TPF and we can ask them, okay? Okay. I'm okay. gonna write that one down. Okay. All I'm right. Put but that in my elephant notes. You'll forget where you put the elephant notes. Oh, those elephant notes. He'll he'll forget where he puts them. So yeah, so we might be buying a new inbox, still in the box, um, Mando Premium, maybe on uh, Friday, possibly. Yeah. So yeah, from somebody down the road. We kind (laughs) of accidentally bought a pinball machine this week. Yeah. Oops. Weird things happen like that. Oops. Um. We're we're still waiting on Alien. We're still waiting on our Multimorphic. Obviously, the chip shortage and supply issues have continued to plague pinball. 
Um, I don't know if you guys have heard that before, listeners, but yeah, apparently there is a part shortage. Mm. Who knew? On everything. Yeah, I was going to say, I know, Dave, you've been suffering through that with with your business big time um, because you have to have the parts to make the parts. (laughs) Yeah, well, and well, you have to have the machines to make the parts to make the parts. And I sell the machines not well some they make some pinball stuff but it's way you know different things but uh yeah it's uh at this point i think in everything it's an inventory game and um whoever has something gets to sell it and uh that's what you get to buy and that's what i'm dealing with 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 my customers on uh, my business side um which is not pinball related but uh even on my uh on the pinball side yeah i mean it's you know i'm 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 finding games here and there and picking up uh, i buy the older stuff obviously but uh yeah it's been uh it's pretty much what's out there and it's been pretty uh it's been pretty barren and uh i've been seeing a lot of people buying things you know friends of mine that are casually getting into you know casual friends that are now trying to get hooked on it um and just it's like they're they're running around looking for to score a game and they're um they're buying games that um, i don't think anybody would have thought you know much of two three years ago and they're clamoring they're fighting to get those now and you know i mean basically getting into bidding wars over you know like an old gottlieb game or something and it's kind of like whoa where five years ago i would have that that game would have been listed for three weeks at six hundred dollars so it's 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 becoming an inventory game for everything at this point because i'm even buying like i bought i bought mangoes i bought the smaller mangoes last week because i couldn't get the big you know the ones i liked but it's just seems like you can't seem to get anything you want at this point it's just you get what you can yeah no i mean i'm seeing it in on the hospital side, like we're facing critical drug, sh- drug shortages that are terrifying to me um, just because there's nothing available, like the the manufacturing and, and everything between COVID and supply issues and natural disasters has just been a one, two, three punch. So it's, it's very interesting. And, you know, you brought up games would sit out there for three weeks and now you're like, yeah, I saw a game for sale and you go to find it again and it's gone. Like there's a sale pending on it hours <clears throat> later. There's nothing left. I picked up a Bally Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man on Saturday. Was it Sunday? This weekend. I took a picture of it because I usually do and put it on Pinball uh, Enthusiast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I had the game sold before it was out of the back of my truck. <laughs> Literally, well, it was out of the back of my truck. I got the message while I was taking it out of the back of my truck. I then checked the message while I was at my door, opening my door to bring it into my house. And basically somebody said, I'll get, I got an offer and I accepted it and it was like, wow. And I bought it just basically saying, eh, it's a fun, you know, it, Something eh, to do. I'll probably be sitting on it for a while. My son's six. It's a Pac-Man. He likes Pac-Man. He was excited when he saw the, it's like, Hey, here, I always show him, you know, I always check with management. Hey, what do you think? <laughs> right. um, it's it's like, important. Oh, yeah, the Pac-Man. boss approves it. Yeah. The boss yeah, has to I approve mean, all purchases. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, of course. But he, um, yeah, so it, it was amazing. And then um, yesterday um, I picked up a extremely interesting, I picked up a meteor that was um, all white, um, extremely rare game that I didn't really know what I was getting into. I did a little research on it. The guy had told me that, um, the game was at the Olympic Village in 1980, 
um, and that it was specially made by Stern, and he was kind of telling me this stuff, and I'm going, whatever. It's a figured it was a meteor. It was all white. It had like a white wood looking play field. I was like, nah, all right, I'll take you know. It's white wood. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I just figured whatever. It's cool, and it's a meteor, and I could still. Yeah. I don't care. And I meteor is a fun game, and I had some other ideas what I was going to do. Cromwell used to do was doing that uh, uh, cherry atomic cherry. thing. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. I'll do some cherry atomic on it. I don't know. And now I'm finding out that, yeah, there was like eight games made for the Olympics. And I mean, this thing is just, it's like a probably, museum piece. Yeah, I probably don't want to turn that into a chariot. No, no, I don't know. Your call, your call. I say, I I say you give B-Man a, a pack of Sharpies and let him have at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, and, and well, here's the biggest fear. That can happen. And that's, you know, for me, it's always, I don't like to have anything that's that nice because pinball to me is abusive you know they're beaten on i mean yeah a kid your kid could come in and and write i mean anything can happen with a pinball machine so i always get anxious when i have something like i had that orbiter one and i basically i had it i played like 10 games on it and was like i gotta get this thing out of here it's too nice because something's gonna (laughs) somebody's gonna write his name on the side of this box and it's not gonna you know it's gonna be bad so um this one i'm trying to i don't know i I just got it yesterday i I put it on i put it on uh uh, facebook today just to kind of show it and talk about it a little bit um found out a few things about it that was really cool that it was actually that game one of the games that was there and um it's just neat it's a whitewood so yeah if you look on pinball enthusiast on uh, on facebook i'll probably do some on pin side too but um just a really cool game and i there's some cool history on that then yeah, I mean, because it was funny. I was talking to my, I was talking to guys at work today about it, and I was like, 1980 Olympics, and I, I don't know, my one guy I work with is a big hockey fan. He's like, that was the Miracle on Ice. He's like, mm-hmm. what if the guys, what if the players from the Miracle on Ice played on that game? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, what if? The, he's like, and then I'm like, well, what if the Rush, you know, it could have been the Russians were playing that all night, and that's why they didn't play so well, and that's why the Americans beat them. So it's just like. It's neat. I couldn't find any actual pictures of. They've got a row um, in one of the pictures. They had like a disco, and also I guess Olympic Villages are a good time. I gotta go check one out someday. I I don't think they are anymore. Something about the the COVID stuff. I don't think they're as cool. Yeah, maybe for now. Yeah, well, uh, what was it, Sochi or whatever? A few years ago, I think was really bad too. They need to do like you know the Olympics in like the Bahamas or something. Let's make this a party. Yeah, well, this was yeah, this was in New York at Lake Placid, so yeah. um, was probably a little more fun. Lake but yeah, Placid. I mean, they have videos of these guys. You know, everybody's like, I mean, it looks like an arcade, and there's just a row. They show some of the Valley games. They had a Kiss and a, and a Dolly and some other stuff, but I didn't see any of the Stearns. But then, apparently, Marco had a game at the 2013 Expo. They had the um, Galaxy version of this all white. Um, so I was like, wow, that, that's, that's about as real as it gets. So, um, yeah, apparently they made eight total white games and there was two galaxies, two meteors, two stars and two flight two thousands, if I remember correctly. So I've got and, one. And, no, that's pretty cool. And from what I remember our conversation of earlier, you, you will be willing to part with said game <coughs> for the discounted price of $45,000 in today's oh, market. I, I wouldn't get that crazy. I I've actually gotten, <laughs> I've gotten two offers on it already just from the pictures. And I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I get romantic about stuff and then it's like, okay, well let's pay the bills and let's fill up the war chest and get some more stuff. So um, I sold a couple other games this month. 
just because I've got too many games that are in, in production under construction and that I'm working on. So it's kind of like, all right, let's, I'm, I sold some old Sterns that I just figured I may as well. Nobody was playing them. Um, I wasn't putting a lot of time on them. I, uh, so I just figured I've got a Hobbit in my basement right now that, um, is getting a lot of work. So it's not mine, but, um, I'm bar somebody is borrowing it to me cause he ran out of space. Um, so you know how that is when you get too many no, games, but you don't not, want to get rid of them. Not no, the, we not have a the, whole house. What's, I don't, what's the issue? Right. I have a basement though. So <laughs> shut up. Is, I want to get this game, but I don't want to get rid of this one. I was like, I'll hold it for you. So yeah. Um, that, and, and, and my son just loves, um, uh, the smog multi-ball is like the deal. So Hobbit is a fun That's game. really cool. Yeah. I hated it. When, I hated it. I did not. I will, I will admit, and I have been on another podcast saying how much I hated Hobbit and now. I really like Hobbit. So, um, isn't yeah, it funny how your taste changes as you uh, are kind of forced to deal with the game more and more? Yeah. Well, it's funny because, yeah, I I just I think the other thing was that the versions that I was playing, um, they weren't working correctly, mm-hmm. and this one that I got yeah. was kind of a basket case, so I got to I got it to work. But um, you know, I got it running good and everything. But uh, yeah, it's when you actually get some time on that game and realize, okay, because I'm all about speed, and that game is like playing Slow. pool. Yeah. It's just you're just taking the shots where I'm Steve Ritchie. I'm bam, 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 bam. And uh, it's fun because when I have friends over, we'll play Hobbit. And I'm like, OK, let's jump on fishtails. And they're just like, wow, it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, how much time have you guys had on, on Mando? Have you played a lot? A couple of games. Not yeah, many. not a whole heck of a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, being the Star Wars nuts that we are, and we can talk about this because Bill's not here. <laughs> I know. I know. Nobody's rolling their eyes right now. I know, right? Or going, okay, let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> we love you, Bill. Yeah, we don't have a whole heck of a lot of time on it, but being the Star Wars fans that we are and, and loving the Mando franchise and then Book of Boba Fett, the best episodes, spoiler alert, had Mando in them. It's, I like the Tuscan episode as well, but go ahead. That one was good. That one was that good. One was great. Just, you, you just yeah. can't beat Boba <laughs> Fett bareback in a rancor, though. I mean, that was wicked. Yeah, there were some <laughs> things I would have done differently, but it was good. It was It was a I'm on a lot of different forums with Star Wars too. It's another one of my passions. So basically it got to the point where I was just like, guys, we got, you know, space wizards with with laser swords and it's 45 minutes that I didn't have to spend dealing with reality. So anytime I can do that between pinball and Star Wars, that's pretty much those are my two. Pinball, Star Wars and fish tanks are pretty much my escape from reality. So Well, there you go. Um, you know, anytime I can get get on those, it's 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 a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're we're excited. No, but Mando's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It'll be interesting. It's it's a game that we had discussed purchasing when it came out. And honestly, like I mean, new pinball is expensive. So funding and knowing there's other games coming out and on order and just room. Yeah, we're not making really great financial adult decisions at the no. moment. But it's fun. We need an adult. <laughs> Yeah, where's 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 mono? mono? I, I need mono. If we where's, need an adult. Yeah, we needed an adult today. It was nowhere to be found. Uh, the thing is, though, I mean, again, and if you can, you know, obviously you're not uh, skimping on, you know, you're 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 paying your bills, you're getting your grocery, you've got some money saved up. It's still not a bad investment. I used to kid it's better than buying a boat, but apparently now buying a boat isn't all that bad either because guys are making money selling their boats that I'm friends with. So, but no, I mean, it's 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 an inventory game. So you've got that game. You'll be able to turn it 
Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. You'll always break even, and that was, you know, I, because I, I was talking to a couple of friends about, you know, even with that with that meteor, I was like, I'm gonna go pick up this meteor. I told them how much I was paying for, it, and they're like, that's kind of high, you know. There's not that, you know. And I went, I, I'll be able to sell. I, you can always sell it for that much. Yeah, and that's kind of when we started talking about this. It was like, all right, well, it's new in box. It's slightly less than MSRP. Um, it's local, so we don't have to wait for shipping and worry about somebody hand trucking it in backwards. Um, FedEx Freight, I'm talking to you. And uh, it, it's something that if we leave it in the box, we can stick it in a corner until the toppers come out and try and flip it, or we can open it and play it, ideally, which is why we like pinball is because we enjoy playing them. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, but can't ultimately... Play, can't play with your money, and if you do, it's kind of weird, but, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, money is dirty, though. Ugh. I've gotten some pretty nasty pinball machines. <laughs> yeah. you guys are, you guys you guys your your machines are in much nicer shape than mine are yeah we buy yeah. a lot newer stuff than you do too though but it'll be fun um yeah. it's exciting and then we picked up some really cool artwork as well some mm. star wars artwork that i sent you some pictures of um listeners i don't know if you guys follow dane henry whose name may or may not ring a bell he did the artwork for guns and roses jjp's guns and roses Oh, that yeah. guy, that guy, phenomenal artist. He did some really, really badass Star Wars artwork. And luckily, my husband happened to be trolling Facebook at that point in time. And we we ended up with a uh, a Boba Fett and a um a Darth Maul print. Both are one of one. They're gorgeous. Super, super cool. Um, Dane's work is spectacular. And I strongly recommend that everybody check it out. Um, not yeah, just it was pinball, nice but in general. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't basically put together that it was the guy, but when you send me the pictures, cause you're always trying to rub things in. Cause <laughs> I've got the best food in the world up here and you've got like, nice weather and you can pick and up cool you know, artwork and, and new cool pinball artwork. machines. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, know. I basically pleaded with him to do another one. So yeah. You so, know, oh, so that, that was we'll a custom that. piece. Was that a no, custom piece? No, I, no. The oh, no, two the that we ended up picking up were were publicly available. They were posted on Facebook, but I mean, we would beg and plead for him to do additional art because he's just phenomenally talented. Yeah, and Randy Martinez put some stuff out as well. Um, Randy Martinez. Oh yeah, I've got thing. some of his yeah. artwork too. He's yep. such a cool dude. It oh, would be, yeah, you know, is. it would be fun if both those guys end up at, a, at an expo because. Um, I don't yeah. know if Dane's going to be at TPF, but I think Randy is. Randy, Randy is. is. Randy I saw that an- announced. I'm hoping that Dane will, um, but I'm not sure. I think everybody's going to be at TPF except for me. Mm. Um, that's not true. Bill's not going either. I and neither, neither is Steve Beatty, because we were trying to get Bill and Beatty to go and have a good time and make bad choices with us. But they will not. But that's okay. Texas is a little different setup than Expo because it doesn't go as late well expo didn't have the 24-hour room this year but it still seems like it seems like texas just kind of shuts down at noon at midnight noon (laughs) at midnight so it's just kind of um there's some other areas you can go to but it just doesn't seem like it has as much um at the end of the night and i of course as you well know am the guy i'm usually the last man standing so Uh uh-huh um i saw pictures of the hotel room i know what goes on yeah, you know what though? Most <laughs> of that mess was, I think you lost a shoe. No, he threw it at somebody. Like, that was just shoe. everybody coming through and getting, getting chicken. 
<laughs> I threw my shoe at two people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe three. I can't quite remember. Two You're people probably... told me I threw my shoe at them. I was think I threw my shoe, shoe at somebody else. Yeah, you probably yeah, got to the lose left, shoe. And privileges. it was the left one both. It was the left one both times. I'm left-handed. For some odd reason, I took my left shoe off. That but, is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I, you know, I have fun. But um, <laughs> yeah, and actually, um, no, Texas is great. The weather. Well, you don't care about the weather. You've got the weather, but. I'd been there the last few times and uh, it was great, but yeah, I had to make a few, um, a few, ex- I just to basically had to say, well, I can't do it this year. Um, I will be at MGC. Um, my, my meteor, I might bring the meteor to MGC if I'm feeling up, if I'm feeling it's up to um, that kind of, you know, the standard of getting, you know, played uh, or see if somebody will let me put it in their booth just cause it's a neat game. So yeah, I, I, that might be making an appearance. It just really depends on how my schedule is as far as getting that thing all squared away. There's, it needs to be cleaned and just gone through and everything. But um, MGC is a fun show for me because the w- Texas is very busy. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of excitement because it's the first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, MGC is is more of a it's it's all games. So I mean, you've got Dungeons and Dragons people there. You've got I mean, it's everything. It's all types of gaming. Yeah. And the pinball yeah, really wasn't weird. as big a deal. Um, the last few years they had debuted a lot of games there. That's why I always enjoyed going and it's only an hour and a half from my house. So, um, I didn't have to, yeah, I mean, basically Milwaukee's a suburb of Chicago. Sorry, people from Milwaukee, but it's an hour and a half away. So, yeah, um, yeah, we got to make it to uh, free play Florida or whatever it's called. Yeah. We, um, Tampa, it's in Orlando, Orlando. it's in Orlando. So we no were going to go, we didn't realize last year, like until day of, and we're like, oh crap, we should go. And I think he was working. I don't remember. We had stuff going on or something. And then this year, literally TPF is the only vacation time I'm going to get. So I will not get to go to the Capitol and eat the yummy food. Sadly, um, I'm not going to get to I'll send to you go. some pictures. <laughs> I'll send you some back. Nah. Um, <laughs> it'll be a heart and a cappuccino. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not Wait. a heart. <laughs> no, it'll be a heart. You just won't know what type of animal it came from. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, so we were, somebody had asked, you know, hey, can you guys come up to Louisville and do the Louisville show? That would be really cool. Expo, obviously, is something that we've been asked about. You guys come to Expo again this year. No, because I'm going to be working. Um, but we are going to try and get down to Free Play Florida. So, you know, if anybody's planning on heading that way. Hit us up. When is and when is Free Play Florida? When is that? It is typically two weekends, or it's typically the weekend after MGC. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you no. sure? Because it won't well, be snowing. Not here. with that attitude. You yeah. Can't. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's I, I, well because the thing was TPF was always like like two weeks before MGC, and it was like oh, that was the thing, and I just went well kind of worn out right now um so yeah i was just like i'll just do mgc it's an easy you know i don't have to jump in a plane i don't have to rent a car basically just jump in my car with a couple other guys and cruise up there get a hotel room for a couple nights if even i mean my one friend drove home and came back the next day because it was only like an hour and a half so he's like yeah he had some stuff he had to do with his daughter and then like came back that night so um but yeah for me yeah for me to jump in a plane i'm gonna end up i kind of made the decision sorry pinball people but if i was getting on a plane this year i was gonna end up on a boat 
So um, that was kind of my wait, decision. Wait, stick him like, on a boat. Were they going to kick him off the plane? No, he wants to get out. He wants like, to get out. I'm just saying. Advice. He likes wanna, to go like go travel to and fish or, or, and stuff like that. Oh, don't drink the water. Yeah, we can we can stick him on a boat that we can make one of those little paper boats for him and have him sit on it. Give him some. I think I was in a paper yeah. boat at some point at, at uh, the first TPF, but I, I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. So getting back to uh, to pinball, um, we can kind of start at the beginning, I guess, and and work our way out. Uh, so Rush Pinball is out. Um, we have John Borg as lead designer. We have Tim Sexton and Ray Day on rules, and we have a newcomer, Michael Barnard, that is on the art. Um, I mean, Chuck Ernst is involved in this game. Looks cool. Oh, I, I think it looks pretty. It, it's interesting. Lots of music on it. Lots of assets. The guys from Rush were involved. One of the guys from Bare Naked Ladies was involved. I know Borgie is a huge Rush fan. I know that uh, that there's been some some positive feedback with gameplay from some of the people that I have talked to. The expression lighting looks cool. I like the expression lighting. There's so much potential with that. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, my my my. Uh... My friends that have played the pro were really impressed with it. And my one buddy was like, Hey, I mean, with that lighting on there, it's, uh, it's nice. The main thing too, the shots are solid. Um, I haven't played it. I was trying to get out and play it, but, uh, my scheduling's just been upside down, but, um, I missed like three good opportunities to go play it and just. And you suck at life and you haven't done it, huh? Mm. Ah, I've just uh, yeah. this adult thing, you know. It's, Adulting it's, sucks. It's so dumb to do adult. I know. Yeah. Like I, this is, uh, yeah, I know. It's it's, and it was also a more well. Actually, no, I have no excuse because there's three places I could have gone to to play it. And actually, the rush <laughs> and the rush, the rush kickoff party at Interium uh, is this Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to be ice fishing. So yeah, the other problem was is that it's been really cold. So we have ice up here and we haven't had ice like this in a, in a few years and I've got a lot of ice fishing stuff. So it was kind of like, well, might as well use it. I got to jump on it. Yeah. So it was more of my friends dragging me out than, than anything, but uh, yeah, I've got an ice fishing tournament tournament. I'm going to up in Wisconsin. That's a lot of fun. Last year I won 20 pounds of bacon. So nice. I, I, I was like, bacon. well, I could go bacon to the, you know, I, I could win a trans light or I could win 20 pounds of bacon. And in all fairness, right now with inflation, that 20 pounds of bacon is worth like three times the translate. Yeah. It's like solid bacon, too. It's like from like a smokehouse. In, like, I forgot oh, the brand, yum. but if you tell somebody I won 20 pounds of bacon, like I was telling people oh, I won 20 pounds of bacon. They were like, oh, is it from and I forgot the name of this place. But like you it's one of those places where like you'd order it for people online and get yeah. it shipped to their house and. It was good. It was actually peppered, and I didn't really like it that much. But my sister and my brother-in-law loved it. My sister made like ten meatloaves from it. So nice. Anyhow, very cool. Bacon. Yum. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, it looks cool. Um, I'm excited. I mean, board ga- board games are fast. The shots are usually if you yeah. don't hit them exactly, you're not going to hit them. But I I do like the speed in which his games are played, and uh, I know there's been some controversy with the scoop. Yeah, well, Scoopgate it, 2022. It happens. Um, yep. You know, <laughs> I just there was a lot of this outrage, and I'm just like, well, it's not like it's a Dakota airbag that would, you know, was, was throwing a projectile through people's chests. So, <laughs> uh, you know, okay, yeah, the 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 material was a little thin. Sorry, I, and hey, it's easy for me to say I don't have one. I didn't pay a bunch of money to have it sitting in my 
on my floor, but, um, you know, things happen. Um, and, and Stern has literally, time. yeah. And, and Stern has literally said, Hey, if you filed a warranty complaint, you're going to have a new scoop protector. Like your piece will be in. We, we realize this is an issue and you know, we're fixing it. So kudos to Stern for, yeah. for jumping on that. Um, that's pretty cool. Let's see. So after rush, we, um, we had the loss of Lyman sheets who is a legend. If I could do one, one thousandth, um, for anything that compared to what Lyman had done, I mean, name one game that he's done. That wasn't a top game. I mean, basically if you ask anybody, their wish list, it was interesting because when, when they, some people announced it on, on pinball enthusiasts and some other spots and pinball enthusiasts is a lot more of a casual base compared to Pinside, But a lot of people are like, who's that? And I was just like, Oh, uh, Look at your top ten list. Yeah, like yeah. He, that, that's Look at your it. personal lineup if you have a couple of games. Um, I mean, the, yeah. His impact on the game is, and not only that, I mean, what he did. He was so competitive. Um, he just he bled. He bled tokens. You know, I say that about a few. There's a few people I say that about. He's one of them. I mean, just I didn't know him that well. I had run into him at a few different. Um, kind of some parties where guys were playing and he was there. And I mean, the guy just was all about pinball. I mean, he just yeah. was a, I mean, he loved it so much that he, he played it and then said, I want to make it better and then made it better. And then it was like, all I have to say is anytime you, anytime they said it's a Ly- Lyman sheets is doing the code. It was like, yeah. Then you knew, you knew it Period. was going to be good. Period. Um, and the wolf. He he's amazing. I mean, lightning in a bottle. How many times? For he wasn't listener. even lightning in a bottle. He was a generator. He he really was. <laughs> he really was. Um, his his coding skills and his understanding of the game and what people wanted and like you said, the fact that he actually played competitively as well, and just his iconic stance when he played is is just uh, it's gonna be missed. For our listeners who are very new um into this hobby. And are not familiar with some of Lyman's work because there are a lot of names in pinball and remembering everybody who did everything on every game is is very difficult sometimes. Um, some of the games you may realize he did Elvira's House of Horrors. He did Medieval Madness Remake. He did ECDC. He did Attack from Mars Remake. He was working on the code for Cactus Canyon Remake at the time of his passing. Um, he has done Walking Dead. I mean, these are games that are not like Oh, well, you know, it's Doodlebug. Who? These are games that you see in bars. These are games that you see at the bowling alley. These are games that you see when you're out and about and and are everywhere. They're they're en route. They're available for the masses. And they're good. They're really good games. Batman 66. Batman 66. I don't like that game, but that code on that game is fantastic. Tron. Tron. Yeah. Did Metallica, too. Yep, he did do Metallica, um, Avatar, Rolling Stone, uh, Spider-Man, Sopranos, Revenge for Mars, Monster Bash. Never heard yeah. of that game before, you know? Yeah, no, he, uh, so, and you know, on some of my Data East games, he is credited on there, but he's not on the list, so it's interesting. So, um, I mean, he just, like I said, it was like, he was he was the goat of coding, and that people would buy Lyman Sheets games. That people, you just it, when you heard Lyman was doing the code, 
it was like, oh, oh, geez, Lyman's doing the. Co-. It was like you know when he, he was the goat of of coding. I mean, I'm you know I don't know if there's any coders that would be mad at me for saying that or disagree with me, but his uh, there's some great coders out there. But man, I'll tell you what, undisputed, um, undisputed best yeah. coder. Uh, I don't think anybody I've never heard anyone say, oh, well, I'm no. And I hate Batman 66. That code <laughs> and that artwork it work is fantastic. I don't like the way it shoots. If that game shot slightly better, I would like that game a lot more. But, but the, code the code on it is fantastic. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. So, yeah, rest in peace, Lyman. And, um, yep. you know, and, and on a side note, if you if you're if you, you know, it's it's. You know, it's it's just. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's, it it's is. really is it a is. shame. And um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on my healthcare soapbox. If you're struggling, if you're fighting, don't do it alone. Get help. You know. But back to happier times. Lyman will miss you. Your legend will live on. Um, and I think that we will potentially see a posthumous crystal for a legacy award at some point. We did have the uh, pinball industry awards literally days after we found out about Lyman's passing. Um, congratulations to the show's dear, dear friend and my absolute favorite person on the face of the earth, Dwight Sullivan for winning the legacy award first ever. Um, spoiler alert, Godzilla cleaned house. I know nobody Shocker. saw that coming. Um, Stern pinball took home 11 crystals. So, I I did actually reach out to George Gomez to ask him when the shelving would be done to house that new hardware. Um, but congratulations to all of those teams on all of that. Were you surprised at all that Steve Ritchie didn't pick up a crystal for Zeppelin? No. I, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I mean, Zeppelin is is Zeppelin's a fun game, but Godzilla is going to go down. In so Godzilla good. is. <laughs> I hate I I I I I I think about buying a new unbox Godzilla. Um, there's a couple. I games. encourage you to buy Godzilla a new and Godzilla. GNR. I know, so good. I know, I know. Oh, Godzilla so and GNR. It's like I look at my collection. Two. There's only been two games. New new. There's only been two new unbox games that have made me after I played it go home, go down to my basement, and do the <laughs> math and say. I could get rid of you, you and you, and I could have that game here. And then sat on my stairs and said, and, ta- and, and called Bill and have Bill go, <laughs> you're never going to find a fishtails. You're never going to get, you know, and it's just like, oh man. Cause yeah, it took me three years to find my fishtails. It took me five years to find my tails from the crypt. You know, so, Bill has a, um, a Godzilla on order, right? I know. I'm, I know. And he's, <laughs> Bill cracks me up. He's like, you can come over and play. Bill lives like an hour from me. I'm like, no, I can't. No, I, I, mean, I need a place could, around here to get it. I could, yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's plenty of places for me to play Godzilla. Thank God. I mean, mm-hmm. I can go. There's, there's, that's, I am, I am blessed that I've got, there are some arcades around here, so I can go play it. And I have. It's so good. I've gone to Ontario oh. and I've burned up, you know, I've, I've had a couple beers and played a whole lot of Godzilla. So when your pinball tab is higher than your bar tab, you know, the game is good. That never happens. <laughs> uh, you need to go on the two for one night then, sir. But uh, my bar, wait, my, my bar tab is higher. Is no, low, my pinball tab is higher than my bar tab. Mm-hmm. No, I don't drain that bad. I mean, I play. 
Oh, I do. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, well, no, but my, I mean, what? Well, I live in. Well, now he's doing the math, and there's. I'm not. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not drinking like. I'm not drinking two twenty-five Coronas. I mean, like, at Interium, I think it's like seven, eight bucks a beer, and I have two beers at sixteen bucks. I'm not playing sixteen games of Godzilla in two hours. You're not doing it right then. I know. What do you mean I'm not doing? What do you mean I'm not doing it right? I, I mean, come on, I'm not draining that fat. I mean, no, my, my, no. It is it is so good. Um, no, I it's to, a great game. I'm just saying I don't drain that fast. <laughs> I do. Oh, God, I'm terrible well, you, at What pinball. the difference is, if I was at home, yeah, if I'm at home, I'm a six-year-old, man. I'm banging four games. I'm playing. <laughs> oh, no, you know, I, I still drain bad. When we were at Interium, I was still throwing down money on the table on that game. Like, I was wasting money left and right to play it because it was so good. Yeah, no, it's a great game. It is a great it is, game. It is so good. Um, oh, I think that great. one is, and the code keeps getting better. Um, Rick Nagel is doing a phenomenal job on that. Like, that that game is just, ugh, yeah, so good. The I, only complaint I have is I would make Godzilla greener. Mm. <laughs> Love you, Jeremy. I don't know. I, I like the artwork. I, I, I think real, it's beautiful. Between Guns N' Roses and godzilla those are two games in two the past two years we have been handed two fantastic games and so yeah those would be the two games that i would say and then you know behind that would be pirate and no i mean looming over that would be pirates if i could if you could ever find one without having to get a second mortgage but you know realistically something that i could buy would be a new gnr and a new um godzilla uh those would be definitely two that i would like to get my hands on I, I very, very strongly encourage you to pick up a Godzilla. The game is fantastic. Um, I have talked to a few people who have said, oh, it's overrated. It's overrated. You're just on the hype train. It's overrated. And then they play it, and then they order one. So, toot toot. Yeah, uh, I'm not a hype train person. No, you're not. And I literally, there have been times that I have gone to a show to play a game that I was going to buy new in box that I had an actual theme in my basement um, to go around that, that said title. He's talking about star Wars. No, I'm not talking about star Wars. Oh, okay. Star Wars. No, star Wars. I would love to buy that. I was, no, it was very close. It was a different game. Okay. It was a different game. I actually went and played it when it debuted star Wars. I just got out of neck surgery. So there was no way I was doing anything. Um, cause I couldn't really, I could barely, I couldn't get my head straight, but, um, Basically, um, yeah, there was another game and I just was, I, I, I put my money from my, I put my money in my front pocket and I basically, I was going to buy a game at the, I was going to buy one at the show and take it home and just went, mm, mm, mm. and my friends were like, what? Like, dude, which one are you? And I'm like, mm, no, had to walk away. So yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big hype train person. That game's good. I mean, that game is, is just fun. It's solid. And, uh, I mean, I played a premium at uh, Galloping Ghost in the tournament. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I do really well when I play the game. Because I've seen other people not play that well on it. And I just, I don't know. That game talks to me. I, I, like, I like fast. And that game it, can be as fast as you want it to be. It can. It can. But it also is controllable. Um, and, and I like that aspect of it as well. Um, I personally really like it because my name is still on the grand champ on our home <laughs> edition. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, but but I've also put a few games on it. Um, yeah, I don't get to play it much. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't get to play much at all. So I I try to put you know it's like now's your chance. Vitamin. Run, run. Yeah, right. <laughs> take your vitamin, play your Godzilla. I encourage it. <clears throat> nah, it's great, and our daughter loves it too. Like she actually is like you know, mommy, daddy, can we play pinball? And then she goes and and we have Godzilla sitting in between Willy Wonka and um and Star Trek, and she's turning Godzilla on instead of Wonka. So it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, couple other shout outs just um for the sake of the fact that they're awesome people. Congratulations to Jason Knapp for his winnings on the Pinball Industry Awards. Congratulations to Dennis Creasel and Zach Minnie for their trophy um for podcasting. I still maintain that Manu and George Fisher got robbed for their <laughs> streams, but I digress. And just all the winners, it was great. Um, I was part of the PIA committee and we had some really awesome vote and turnouts. So congratulations on that. Scott Denisi, TNA, super, super awesome inducted to the Hall of Fame. Um, I know he didn't see that coming and it's one of my favorite games. So that was really cool to see too. And then, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say a TPF. When he brought that game to TPF, that was, that was, yeah, that he, and he just brought it in. I, I've I've known Scott from from Pinball Life and the funniest thing was I was watching a stream a moto had something going on where it was like a stream on on I don't know what it was on but I had it on it might have been YouTube or something and she's like we're talking with Scott Tanisi and I look up I'm like Scott from Pinball Life and he's like showing his game and I was like holy cow cuz him and I Scott's a great dude he he is there's a few guys that I can just geek out pinball wise. And Scott is one of them. I mean, like we would just talk about the dumbest things. And that's why I appreciate his game so much because I see the different things he does. And there's, there's things we've talked about and it's just like, he's another guy that bleeds tokens. Like he loves pinball. He just gets it. He's, he's a purist. He's, he I works at that. pinball life. His basic job is he sits in this little room and makes stuff so that your pinball life is better. Um, that's funny, pinball life. But yeah, hey. I mean, literally, he's if you ever go in his little room, he's got all these 3D printers, and he's sitting there and he's designing something and he's soldering something and he's talking on the phone with somebody, giving him some tech support. He's just, he's he's a great guy, and um, I'm I, it just cracked me up. There's only been a couple times where I've in my life where I've like heard something on the TV and I'm like, who? And there he is. I'm like, wow, there's Scott. So yeah, that I'm, I'm really glad that he, uh, he got that. And, uh, TNA was just a great Cinderella story. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that, and I personally, I love that white wood. I will play that white wood anytime he puts it out. It was for sale somewhere. No, it was not. Was it? Yeah. yeah, I mean it was like twenty five grand. Yeah, we when right, we were looking, when we were looking for, for the TNA, that, yeah. <laughs> well, and it was funny because I had reached out to Bill and I said, "Hey, Mike finally told me I could get a TNA. Are there any of them you know of that are not publicly available? Because you know Bill's like the guy who knows everybody. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, there's this one," and I was like, "No, we already found that one." And I was told I have to stay under twenty five thousand dollars for this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little rich for us. So. So we had PIAs. Um, speaking of Scott, he is credited with um, contributing to the sound for the new P3 Multimorphic game. They finally released after weeks of really horrible t- 
teasers and oh scott doing music is good i love um, scott. he looks like he's 12 too i absolutely love scott he's he so looks, much fun it was funny my 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 then wife now ex-wife um said she saw she saw the video of him with the moto and she goes he reminds me of a young harrison ford and i went oh and then i looked at it and i'm like i kind of see like i don't know it's I don't know, but that's what she said. She's like, he reminds me of a young Harrison. I just, yeah, she, she, she was good for a few, a few good lines from time to time. But uh, yeah, that's what she said. He looks like a young Harrison Ford. I, I don't see the Harrison Ford resemblance. I don't know. But I, I mean, look it may again. have been like, um, a, like I'm thinking like Apocalypse Now, Harrison Ford. Maybe I don't know. Maybe something like that. I never yeah. really, I didn't see. It. She said it, not me. But uh, yeah, I just remember her saying because I was. I was kind of losing my, I was kind of losing my, I was like, oh my God, that's Scott. I was like, what? He's got a game. This is super cool. Like he never even, he never really, I didn't he's realize. He's so, so modest too. Like he he's going just, on. he's so well, just Plus like, like every time I see him, we're like not, talking about Dr. Dude or like, you know, whatever goofy thing he's doing. And like, we never talked about his projects. We were talking about other games that we were into and I'm always buying weird stuff. So yeah. You know, I th- I mean, we've we've had long conversations about Torpedo Alley, and I mean that was back way back then. So yeah, it was kind of like in my earlier Data East days when I was buying a lot of Data East games, and we would talk a lot about that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean that, th- which is why I like Rick and Morty because I think that upper flipper shot reminds me a lot of some of the Data East shots, and it's like I I play Rick and Morty really well, and don't understand why people have such a problem with it because I'm used to that shot. That's a Data East. Sh- I mean that's that fall, that upper flipper is reminds me a lot of a, of um, a few Data East games that uh, it reminds me of. So yeah, but uh, no, congratulations, Scott Denisi, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that that music. So he's doing the music for Weird Al. No, 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 he is doing the audio for Weird Al. He is not doing the music. Weird Al is doing the music. Right. But um, he is he is credited on the new P3. Um, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, mis- History Museum, I don't know the name of the game. History of Hila- <laughs> Museum of Hilarity, Museum Ma- of H- Hilarity and Madness or something like that. I don't, this is so bad. Where's Alex? We need Alex. Where is Where's Alex? Alex, we need you. And their website's so easy to deal with. So, I it up somewhere. I, I, huh. I. Museum of Natural Hilarity. Yeah. I'm supposed to play on history. I guess. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get yeah, it. So that explains why they were chiseling the guy. It was supposed to be like a museum. I don't know what. I don't know. Know. Their you teasers that... were crap. Alex, you and I are talking at TPF. We need to discuss how you tease somebody. <laughs> Everybody thought it was Clash of the Titans. I'm like, dream theme, Clash of the Titans. Release the Kraken. I mean, I just want that. I want release the Kraken like multi-ball on 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 hobbit you know you know multi-ball you know i want release the kraken ah, you know and jackpot but yeah i just uh, (laughs) oh my god my son says it and it's so badass when a six-year-old goes jackpot between that and him going his one of his first words was give me your money and i was like that's my son uh, and but, that uh, that ladies and gentlemen worked as a paternity test for Dave. Mm-hmm. I kid, I joke. Well, actually, there was a time <laughs> well, when a he looked at me and he said, "Dad, I hate pinball. 
I want an arcade game. And uh, the test came back positive. It was actually mine. And I I bought him like a little one up Star Wars, uh, which I love. I I like the the one up Star Wars arcade games. Great. And it fits him nicely. But uh, no, that was always my joke was like, yeah, no. Yeah. After he said that, I wouldn't get him. Got him tested. No, he's definitely mine. Yeah. Um, thousand percent. Anyhow. Um, yep. And he's really good at pinball. So. Are you he's, sure he's yours? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I've got little to do with. I mean, he's he plays he plays really well. Um, when I took him to uh, when I took him over to Jersey Jack that one time, I stopped by and um, he got a tour and then he got to play and Eric came out and he was playing um, Guns and Roses. And Eric was like, "Wow, he like trapped up the ball." And I was like, yes, like, yes, that's my boy. Like he trapped the ball and Eric's like, wow. And then like he hits, Eric told him to hit the scoop shot and he hit it. And he was like, wow, that's impressive. And I was like, that's my boy. And then of See? course, it, and now all I hear is dad, we need to get that guns and roses game, you know? And it's like, well, <laughs> I got a play field in the basement. And he's like, why don't we have this whole game? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> we need a few more parts. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause you still have both your kidneys, son. Um, so yeah, so more to come. Hopefully we'll see some of that. Um, the P3, um, weird owl and the, what Avenue do you, it cannot be all weird Al music. I think it's going to have to be like just some cool. Could it almost be like a Rocky and Bullwinkle where it kind of goes through different stuff. That would be awesome because it can't be like just. It can't be Weird Al tracks the whole damn time. No, it's, I it's, I don't know. I, well, yeah, who knows? We're, I don't know. We're not there. We don't um, see it. Yeah, but I it, I know that. Go ahead. It's just I mean, look at the title. So clearly, it's not just a music. So I, I think Weird Al. It's almost gonna be like a Doctor Duty Weird Al kind of walking you through stuff. And Weird Al is a cool character, but yeah, I don't know. Um, the game is claiming the best shot in pinball. That's a pretty bold statement for pinball, what? but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard that one. Yep. There is a claim it has the best shot in pinball. That is TBD. Um, once people put their hands on it, but they also, you know, Multimorphic is beefing up their, their stock too. They added uh, Bowen Karens and Colin McAlpine. So, so they're not slouching in the uh, talent department. Like it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same uh, um, foundation though. Yes. So it's going to be that same font. It's not, they're not changing the the way that the games, they're not changing. There's the not going to be a brand new no. huge yeah. game to put it. You're still, it's still going to be okay. that same kind of multimorphic yeah, platform. You're still going to have yeah. the screen. Okay. Still the same platform. Upper third. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 None of that's yeah. changing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, so we had that. And then um, last little bit of news this week, we learned of the passing of Barry Ausler. Um, he had just joined, he was just announced to have joined American Pinball two weeks ago two and a half weeks ago and um yeah another legend gone uh very talented designer and just pen uh, hopefully they don't come in threes because yeah no anymore yeah i mean we well there's been a few few performers too that have passed lately that have bummed me out but um yeah barry i mean if you, I mean, if you look at his, what he's done, um, so Gorgar, yeah, I mean, exactly. First talking Probably. game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Junkyard, you have Jackpot, you have Popeye. Oh yeah. Who doesn't love Popeye? Zach. Well, I mean, <laughs> That's your game, buddy. Bad well, cat. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now. And 
a lot of people don't know about it because it wasn't a high production game. I mean, they did 2,700 of them, but um, Grand Lizard mm-hmm. has the best Magnus save in pinball. Um, and I will honestly say, if it wasn't for, and Python is a fantastic artist. He did Bad Cats. He did a lot of the Barry games, but um, Python's artwork on Grand Lizard was not very strong as far as I'm concerned. He's done a lot better work. Um, Grand Lizard is one of the best games of that generation, and I am a (laughs) Black Knight. I mean, I've had five Black Knights. I had one Grand Lizard. And that's because I couldn't find another one. Um, the one that I bought is actually in Alaska now, I found out. But um, I sold it, and then somebody had sold it, and now it's in Alaska. Uh, the, the the Grand Lizard Magnus save, you'd actually, you could throw the ball with it. It wasn't just like a lockup like on Black Knight. Oh, that's cool. You'd hit it, and it would literally, you could, if you hit, you could control how it threw the ball. It was more of a... It was more of a reverse polarization where it would push the ball. I don't even know how the hell it worked, but Magic. that Magnus isn't, save on that game. Isn't that something like Alice Cooper? Doesn't, doesn't that game have something? What game are it's, thinking of? I think Alice Cooper has it. but Where it throws it up the, like you're going down the center drain and it shoots it up. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep, that's push Alice it, Cooper. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, it it's not the it, exact same, but it, it is. It pushes off, you're straight out the middle, where it's... Mm-hmm. On Grand Lizard, and it's actually got the lizard hands, but when you'd hit it, it's just, it's, that game, that game is very underrated because it's not well known, but the guys that have it love it. And that game is, you know, I mean, you've got your Cyclone, um, Another one, he did, Dracula, speaking of cool magnet use, Mm -hmm. uh, Miss Multiball on that. Miss Multiball, yeah, he really messed around magnets a lot. I didn't even think Oh, yeah. That's pretty did cool. A lot with magnets. That's, I like that. This multiball is very cool, but it also drove me nuts because I, I had a Dracula, and I mean, my balls were oh, my balls were always <laughs> magnetized. My balls were always stuck together in the truck. <laughs> game, so it used to drive me up a up a wall. I guess I should have powdered them. And then Pinbot. I mean, I mean, Pinbot is is yeah, it's iconic. It's, mm-hmm. It was a great game. Yeah. Um, yep. And then. Um, there's a long list of them. Yeah. And, but, right. I mean, what's a shame is he really hasn't put anything out in a while. And he I mean, got a long time. What, 20 years it, almost? I, 96. 96. Yeah. But he was work. You know, he, he was everywhere. He was at, you know, he got he was at he was at Deep Root and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. And he had some stuff. And then he wasn't happened. a Deep Root anymore. Yeah. And, uh, Deep, yeah Root what a... Deep Root was gone. It was like, uh, whoa. And I mean, Deep Root. Deep Root locked up a lot of real good talent and and kind of st- wasted it. Yeah. Well, it's just it it kind of robbed us the pinball people of getting to enjoy their stuff because Dave Thiel has not. Oh, I, we haven't seen yeah. Dave Thiel game since Pirates. Oh, and, and that was such an amazing what he did. Oh my there. god! Oh, that I mean, was amazing. I I've been a Dave Thiel fan. I I can gush over. I I. Dave Thiel did the did the music for the Commodore 64 Winter Games 1984. <laughs> um, I recorded it onto a cassette and used to play it on my boombox. I didn't realize <laughs> that was Dave Thiel until I was at MGC and he did a he did a thing talking about it and I'm like, you did that? And he goes, yeah. And I told him. And I mean, I 
Did you fangirl? It sounds huh? like you did. He fangirled. He fangirled. He totally fangirled. I'm too cool for that, but no, I, 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 <laughs> I no, I've talked to, I, I've, I've had conversations with Dave. He knows. I mean, he makes the best noise in the business. Him and Thompson make a yeah. make fantastic oh, noise. Too. At, 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 uh, at uh expo the one year i actually i bought a uh time machine from a guy and he had a laser war marquee that he had made and it was gorgeous and i i'm friends with dave on uh david deal on on facebook and he was doing something where he just built a house and he said you know he's looking for stuff and i said hey i've got this laser war it was a big sticker uh, I've got this laser war sticker and I, you know, and he's like, well, what do you want for it? I'm like, well, I, I just want you to sign. I had a, uh, a torpedo alley, um, translate. I'm like, I just want you to sign my torpedo alley translate. I'll give it to you. And he's like, really? I'm like, dude, you've done so much for me. Like as far as just any, any Dave, Dave Thiel is kind of, to me is the Lyman sheets of noise. Um, mm-hmm. as far as pinball is concerned, all of his stuff is, I mean, People whine about, oh, pirates, there's no, you know, Johnny Depp's voice isn't in it and whatever. Uh, yeah. I challenge you by the third ball, you don't say arg. Hey. He was a part of that. I mean, Eric was a part of it as well, and the actor that they had doing it. I mean, it was everything David does is just it he pulls you in. He knows how to make he did uh he did Alien as well, I believe. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm so and that game, that game just pulls you. I mean, that's the thing. He knows how to pull you in. He knows how to turn it up. You play Hobbit and it's like, he knows how to compose a game to make, I could hit that, that right damn shot on the, on that right ramp shot all day long until I have to, because of his <laughs> music. my heart pumping and I get, you know, I get the fever. So no, I, I, you know, and then with Barry, I mean, good Lord, are we going to see what he did? at uh at american pinball is my kind of what i'm wondering how far along was that game i mean he he wasn't there for long but it's hard to say and it's just it's it's very he sad had to have a bulk yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah you know? i don't know i mean it'll be interesting we may never even know Who knows? Yeah. If, but i mean there's got to be a builder between you know with american and with what he did at I mean, I don't know how much Deep Root owns on that, but he's got to have a book of something where they could do, you know, they could put something out of one of his games because it's just he, a damn he shame we haven't. Yeah, he wasn't sitting robbed. on his hands for the past 18 years. Like, he was doing no. something. He's got to have some, he's got to have a book somewhere with something. Yeah. Um, or at least what he had worked on here and there and whatever. I mean, I'm guessing he walked into America and said, here's American and say, said, here's what I want to do or here's what I've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got, we got ripped off. We, we, we did. It's, it's, it's just a shame. And, um, you know, and, and with Lyman as well, I mean, what he was going to do at, uh, at CGC, who knows? I mean, who knows, you know, Chicago gaming, they're rumoring, rumoring a licensed, uh, a game. But I mean, as soon as I found out they were getting, they got Lyman, it was like, Whoa, that was they're huge for real. them. That, that made them a true like competitor in pinball manufacturing, Versus one of those they weren't other just ones remaking. you're looking at. Yeah, mm. exactly. They weren't just copying. They were actually now innovating and taking it to the next step. And they're a big enough. They've got a big enough facility. They've got enough manpower. They've got enough stuff to, you know, if you go to Stern, if you go to the Stern facility, it's wow. If you go to, you know, JJP, it's big. Um, but Chicago gaming's facility is I mean, Churchill cabinets is very big. It's a very big place. Um, 
and they've been doing things for a very long time. So they've got it down. I mean, they've got, they've got equipment, you know, they used to make everybody else's cabinets. So yeah. they've got the equipment to do it. Um, and yeah, it's just, a, we got a lot of great stuff in the last two years, but we just lost some, some, some big, really big, some price. big hitters yeah. in, in the last two years. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing I'm looking forward to seeing what happens for the rest of the year and I'm kind of afraid of what happens for the rest of the year just yeah. because it's like it's like what's next? I'm I'm a little I mean little Betty, shell Betty White peaced out before 2022 hit. That has to be a warning sign. Yeah, but come on, Betty White. It, she's a national she treasure. I know she missed 100 by like a week, but she was 99 years old. God bless 99. you, Betty White. You're a wonderful person. And, oh, she's yeah, partying in saying, heaven right now. It's cool. She wasn't, yeah, I'm not saying she wasn't wonderful, but, I mean, she was 100 years old. It's like, mm-hmm. Betty White's going to be 100. I mean, that's... Older than sliced bread, literally. Yeah, she was older than Soldier Field. Yeah, she was. She a lot Sorry, of you're not from Chicago. Yeah. I, I was going to say, bread, <laughs> Soldier Field, we just made a big leap right there. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Apparently you've never been to Soldier Field because I hit, anyhow, I'm not going to get into it. We drove past it while we were there. Yeah, you hush. I pointed. I said, "Look, there's Soldier Field." Yeah, keep going. All right. There's yeah, just nowhere right. to park. You got to drive yeah. past because there's nowhere to park. But anyhow, exactly, exactly. All right, so kind of wrapping up the show for tonight. Um, I am curious what you guys' top three predictions are for 2022. Mike, I'm going to go to you first. What's your top three predictions for this year? Still in slow production, but I bet it will pick up towards the end of the year. Okay, so there's one. Uh, well, did we see that they were only doing two cornerstones? Yeah. No being stern. So that'll be interesting. And will anybody else fill in? Will JJP get their two out this year? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> um, they seem to struggle on that front, but. <clears throat> we'll see. So we may be lacking one uh, one typical pin release this year compared to previous. So I bet that'll be a thing. And then lastly here. Hmm. Third one. I think I'm over the whole losing people in the hobby. So let's see. Let's see if we gain somebody new. We've got Jack Danger. So he's going to come out with a, another solid one this year. He's got to, right? I'm hoping so. I love his excitement and his energy around it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, a bonus prediction. Three. Yeah, You I get know. to count to three. I know. He said don't, He said a bonus. I said and bonus. Go ahead. Said bonus. This is his extra ball. Anyhow. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go with uh, maybe we'll get a Ghostbusters this year. Yeah, that, that game's great. I love that game. Hmm. Falgren, what's your predictions for this year? <laughs> um. Well, because I've <laughs> always got to throw you in all sorts of loops. Um, do you think, I mean, Stern did just release that, and that's a big, that's pinball news. The release, the leaked letter from Gary Stern saying we're only going to do two Cornerstone games this year. Let's let's key in on the, na- on the word Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Um, question is, will there be a J-pop game? Or I'm sorry, I... Uh, no, there will not be a J-pop game coming out not of Stern. Not a J-pop game. I apologize. Um, Kapow. Will there be a Kapow game? When was the last one? <clears throat> really? Last, game was, last Kapow game was Beatles, right? 
it's been a while. So that's huh. what I'm saying. That's that's mm-hmm. my question because yeah, well, the letter says there will be two cornerstone games, which means stern games. But what about you know a Kapow game? So let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in the back of our angry little heads, and also can, keeping in mind that. Everybody was complaining that everybody's got all these orders that haven't been put out. Bah, 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 bah. Where's my game? Where's my where's my Deadpool? Where's my you know all these orders that they're outstanding on? And then they announced they're only gonna do two, two Cornerstone games. It's like, oh no. Well, I mean, something, right? Something welcome to give. the welcome to the 2020s. I mean, it's just kind of <sighs> like you get what you get and you don't throw a fit is pretty much what the theme of our uh, of our world is at this point. So. But I think, I think I, 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 because I, you know, I analyze things a little further than, 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 than I probably should, but I noticed that he did say cornerstone. So there might be a home version, you know, there might be another home version a la, you know, like, uh, like Jack's, um, the pens, yeah. Jurassic Park. I mean, so keep in mind the vaults like too. Yeah. You keep hearing rumor of a crazy you got vault. vaults. You got vaults. Mm. So. Yeah, kids don't just think there's going to be two new titles from Stern. There's going to be two new cornerstones from Stern. So, um, yeah, you heard it here first. Ta-da! I came up with this one out of my own because, yeah, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting I've been sitting, you know, watching some other people comment on oh, only two corners. Well, yeah, only two cornerstones. So let's key in on that word cornerstone um, and have a little hope. And keep in mind, there's people who there's thousands of games that need to be put out um, that are fantastic. So. um I'm more more concerned with let's you know keep pumping those games out, but I think you're going to see more than just two titles from Stern and uh, yeah, maybe Ghostbusters, maybe who knows who knows what they're going to pull out. Um, but yeah, two, two Cornerstone games, okay. Um, let's roll from there. Uh, prediction, okay. So my first prediction is there will be more than two games coming out from Stern this year. That's that earth, earth shattering right there. There you go. Ta-da. Um, next one would be on the uh, on the Jersey Jack front. Um, don't forget we've got some new designers over at Jersey Jack. So um, if the supply, you know, well, I mean, hey, uh, Uncle Steve's there now. So we've got Steve Ritchie um who has Wait, got steve ritchie's at jersey jack <gasps> did you hear the news Dip breaking so, news here first <laughs> i gotta say and and from talk and you know from running into steve at at, at, at expo he is excited because he yeah he is this is it i mean this is it steve you, now you get your chance to you know do your do your dirty work and do your mm-hmm. dirty deed and make it happen, man. And I, you know, it's like, exciting. it's like the cuffs are off. There's no more, there's, there's no reason. And I just hope I just, I, I just look forward to getting in front of a, a Steve Ritchie game and having my eyes pop out of my head and having my hands fall off of my wrists because it was so fast and it was so good and everything just rocked. Because I just feel like they, 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 there was a lot taken out of his games that he did not. He, I just feel like he had less control over his games, and now he has control. So this is it. I mean, it's like show us what you got. And um, so yeah, I predict you're gonna see a Steve Ritchie game this bold. year. Bold, very bold. Okay. You think that's you think, a prediction? 
Hey, hey, yeah. All right. Well, we'll I take it. It'd be we'll great. See a Steve Ritchie game this year. Um, I uh, so that's two predictions. Boy, I got one left. What will be my last prediction? Hmm. I'm gonna have to think about that for a second. So we've got. Um, oh, I predict that. Uh, boy, between American and CGC, I think something. I think we're going to see a real I don't want to see a real great game cuz they they came out with some some good stuff but I think I think there's going to be some, some some surprises at least announced um I mean Chicago Gaming now is I mean they lost a major step when they lost Lyman because that was yeah some major yeah. coding um but I think you're going to see some, I think there's going to be some, some bright new things coming out um, in the next year out of one of those two. Um, And I'm looking forward to just seeing, I think there's a lot of between Steve being over at Jersey Jack and we don't really even know what's going on at CGC. We don't really know what's going on at American because they're pretty hush hush. Mm-hmm. um on things i think we're going to see some some interesting um new new things coming out um i guess that's it i mean i i i don't really have anything else um that's three what's your three because yeah, we've like we, burned up all every because yeah mine got kind of stepped on so now you're basically <laughs> walking on yeah you're no, like no, the no. third act I, I have my three so my first that. prediction is we're going to see a lot more shakeups amongst um, well-known names within the industry to create some combinations that we did not anticipate ever seeing before. And that's going to create some brilliant work. What um, way? Why? That's like cryptic. What do you mean? I I mean, people move around. So you think there's going to be some. I think some there's going to be some agency? shakeups. There's gonna I be, think there's, there's, there's going to be some, some designers going to some other builders and. I think there's going to be some, you know, a couple, like a draft system, you know, free agents. You have like and a stuff Brady and, showing up in Tampa kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Is and it? then and calling Grunk out of retirement and, you know, hey, let's play some football. Um, Am I unionized? I like the Grunk unionized? out of retirement. You like that? So, I like, so you're saying like a designer is going to jump from one one builder to the next and then like I'm, pull pull one of his old buddies to come out of the. I mean, it's 2022. You never know. I, oh, I, wait a minute. I've got my, I forgot my third prediction. I'm going to say one name. Mark Ritchie. Hmm. I'm going to drop that one. You would drop the yeah. mic if you didn't just adjust the do- the boom, huh? Um. It's dropping itself. It's, <laughs> it's a really heavy mic. Nice. I got All a right, third so- pound weight on the end of this thing. Nice. Yeah. So my first <laughs> prediction is we're going to definitely see some, um, some movement between um among personnel and manufacturers and some surprises that come with that my second prediction is we will finally see a peak in pinball prices towards the end of the year and then they will start to kind of regulate um and my third prediction is we will not have a ghostbusters in the house oh i don't like that one <laughs> <laughs> love you dwight i really do but uh-uh. you had the chance you've had two chances now um, and, and my extra ball prediction for the folks at home, if you would have seen the, uh, it was like Ralphie with the choo, choo, choose me, his, his little <laughs> heart just broke. He just, I just saw a man deflated on a video screen in front of me. <laughs> it's like turn the ball. air off on one of those flavy, yeah. the, well, you know, yeah, the when, Lisa said, when Lisa says in the Simpsons to Ralphie, no, he's like, Whoa. 
<laughs> right there where you broke his heart. Yep. Anyhow, literally choose me. My cat smells like cat cat food. My cat's breath smells like cat food. But uh yep, and then uh my extra ball is we're gonna have some cool guests on the show this year. I think this is gonna be a show where we really get some interesting um personalities on. Don't screw it up. If I don't screw it up, which I tried to do today, you guys will hear about that on our next episode when I confess all my uh oh my ignorances. It was bad. Shortcomings. Very big shortcomings. Mm-hmm. God, I can't believe I did what I did today. I couldn't shake my head at you enough. I tried. I'm too. I, I I'm pretty sure our child is embarrassed for me right now. <laughs> is this what you called me about or told yes. me to call you about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty good. So and wait, who, were you calling me just I, to see if I knew what that was? Well, I had already asked somebody else who knew what it was. Yeah, let's not go any further into that, but yeah. It's okay, though. You know, I, hey, listen. Everybody's got to start somewhere, right? I, I, I would mean, love, I, I would really love to do a show. And, and listeners, I'm curious what your feedback is on this one. So please, 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 if this is something you think is kind of interesting or stupid or whatever, please email us or hit us up on Facebook, freeplaypinballpodcast at gmail.com or freeplaypinballpodcast on Facebook. I would love to have well-known personalities throughout the industry, regardless of um, of manufacturer or who they work for. I want to have people come on and do breakdowns. Like, this is the very basics of of pinball. This is, you know, this is what a scoop is. This is what a ramp is. This is what... You know, this is how multipliers work. This is how you, the difference between a mode and and why it's important to start a mode before you start a multi multi ball. Um, this is what a VUK is. Um, <laughs> just different things like that, I think, would be really cool. And to have it explained by somebody who actually works in the industry, so you don't feel like an idiot, because there are so many different acronyms and phrases and just general words that are thrown around that people may not be familiar with. And I think that'd be great for listeners who are new to the hobby or those who are are truly hobbyists who want to get further into the hobby. Yeah. I I think that would be interesting or just like have a uh, helpful, like a helpful. glossary, a, yeah. a, a, a verbal glossary. Um, And I yeah, I take a lot of things for granted because I've been and I haven't even been doing this that long, but I've been doing it long enough. And um yeah, you don't realize how much you don't know until you go and talk to somebody. Who's it's funny because you call me and ask me alive. stuff. Yeah. And then, like, the guy that does the board, like, he does the board work for, for me um, whenever I've got board issues and he's down the street. He basically is convinced I'm just in stamp collecting and I just kind of do this to bother him. Because <laughs> he's just like, how, what are you talking? And I'm just like, well, yeah, the, you know, and I, I don't know. And I, my whole thing is. He's like, you know, you could solder that in. And I'm like, but I've got you. Like, yeah. why should I risk burning up a foil or like I can drive down the street and and then I yeah. can talk to you about Star Trek and Star Wars, too. So it's like, I'm, it's cool. I'm just going to take up collecting ceramic unicorns because what I did today is unexcusable. No, nah, I wouldn't say unexcusable. I'd say, it, it was I'd say, funny. It's a good story. But you aren't. You haven't been. It's completely excusable. Well, I knew. You, the real takeaway. It's, it's you know it was it was that uh, you know it was that uh, you know two twenty two twenty one whatever it takes kind of a thing and and 
it's cool. I, 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 I don't think anybody should ever be embarrassed about, no, especially that kind of terminology. don't be afraid to ask. That no. is what you should take away. Never be afraid but, to and, ask. And don't and let anybody say, talk down I there. Will yeah, say this. I will say, you can always call your old pal Dave, who isn't, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to feel so bad when you ask me what something is, because I'll be like, oh yeah, it's this and whatever. No, yeah. you went and called. Yeah, I, I literally, I literally I mean, just went up the food chain to the CEO and I was like, hey, um, tell me about the policies on this. Yeah. yeah. Somebody in your house could have. You weren't you. home. I, I, you called you, Carol Shelby and asked him what a clutch is, basically. Yeah. And that's okay. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. What is a Mustang? Yeah. What are these round <laughs> things on the um, corners of this car? Ford? What's a Ford? Yeah. Ford? Yeah. But anyhow, no, uh-huh. it's. Uh, why is there a why is there a horse on the front of this Mustang? I don't understand. Right. Yeah. So, wait, <laughs> are, is this are we about to get into my boomerang talk? We're gonna we're gonna get into your boomerang talk after this quick okay. break where we end the show and then you go talk to yourself. Well, no. I, are they TSA approved? <laughs> no. We, why wouldn't a boomerang be TSA approved? I mean, we're not taking not a like, on the plane. It's not like, like one of those steel like. Like uh, Road Warrior boomerangs, oh, is it? Could be plastic. Could Remember be. that when they cut the fingers off? Oh no. my gosh! Yes. See, see, see. He knows what I'm talking. about. How's that even work? It's a weapon. It it's a weapon. Oh, it... I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Any, but are you asking somebody to bring you a boomerang? He is wants somebody... a boomerang. I might so... take one on the plane. I just, I, you just don't know. Well, somebody's bringing you a boomerang. No. And you're gonna take it home? No. 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 I just, I mean, it no. could happen, right? I mean, no. What? No. What? Yeah, it's a stick. It's a, yeah, like any listeners that I mean, are granted a, a gun is just a piece TSA. of metal, but a boomerang is just a stick. It's just a boomerang. And hell a is just a, a sauna. But you know, no. yes. let us know if you work for the TSA or know someone who does. Find out. Doctor John, have you ever taken a boomerang Dr. on a plane? Doctor John was probably born with a boomerang in his hand. I I can. Ask I thought him. that was a thing. I, I, I don't. don't know. I, I thought it was a knife. I don't know. I don't know. Are you are you texting Dr. John right now? Are you looking Marty at the TSA? Would know. Marty, Marty, Marty Robbins. Hey, let us know. Um, Teolis, if you're listening, ask Marty if we can take a boomerang on a plane. Yeah, is is, is that TSA approved? I kind of need to know this now. It's gonna. I'm probably gonna lose sleep. And on that note, thank you everybody for joining us for episode 12 and a half. That's Dave Falgren. I'm a boomerangs are not list on the list. Yeah. Boomerangs are not on the TSA list. Well, that's 2002 though. So don't. Uh, well. Anyways, this, this is Mike. Hashtag high five. Oh, Ninja Bob Ross out. <laughs>